The Imbumba Foundation's Caring for Girls program was founded in response to the harsh reality that millions of girls in South Africa miss a significant number of school days and others drop out completely due to lack of access to adequate sanitary protection and corresponding reproductive health education. This program aims to give a voice to young girls, instill dignity and foster confidence. Caring for Girls has over the last decade taken a three-pronged pro- programmatic approach to supporting girls in creating, promoting sexual I mean, creating and promoting menstrual health, hygiene, and puberty education. That's one. Second, providing menstrual hygiene products to vulnerable and indigent girls. And thirdly, leading government policy and advocacy. Well, the work continues now, and they have since roped in Miss Ndavino Keri, who is the reigning Miss South Africa, who is also just as passionate if her journey to being Miss South Africa is anything to go by and her pronouncements and what she has since done since being crowned and the work that she is doing with Imbumba Foundation dovetails precisely with the challenges that many young women in South Africa, Namibia, Botswana, Lesotho, Mozambique, Eswatini, and Tanzania face. Miss South Africa, Miss Nokeri, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us on SAFM. Welcome. Good evening. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on the show. Where are you? What are you doing? And how are the girls responding to you? Talk to us about the work you are doing with Imbumba. Yeah, I actually just got home um, from Limpopo. So that was been a long day. It's been an emotional day, but it's also been a successful day. And the reaction from the girls at the school was more than I could have imagined, more than I could have asked for. It really just showed the importance of the work that we are currently doing. Um, there was actually a young girl that while we were there, she actually went on her period and had and went to ask a teacher if she could get um, you know, pads for herself. And she she wasn't sure what we were doing there today until she realized that this is the exact reason why we're here, to to get that dignity back for the girls in the school. Could could you just continue with that sort of um, anecdote? I mean, mm. I'm, I might as a man be engaging this subject, but um, mm. I, I can't relate. I, I just cannot relate because I'm a guy and I I don't know what physically this induces in a body, psychologically what it would do for one. And and, and to be poor and going through that with all of the other social challenges associated with that. From your experience as a woman, from your experience as a woman who was part of this program engaging the indigent Mm. of the indigent, what really should be the national conversation be on such fundamental issues of the dignity of the body, which is the dignity of one's freedom and experience of life. Goodness gracious, we've lost her. Would you? Can you imagine? There's no. I want to repeat that question because I was just in my element. I'm not going to. I can't go back there. But we are in conversation with Ndavino Kerry. I beg your pardon for that. This is what load shedding. I'm going to blame it. Load. I'm going to blame it on load shedding because this is not happening for the first time, and dare I say, probably not for the last. Our guest, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, Ndavino Kerry, reigning champion, Miss South Africa. We're talking about her recent trip to Limpopo and part of the Imbumba Foundation's Caring for Girls program. It's a distribution campaign, but so much more than just the distribution of menstrual hygiene products to vulnerable and indigent girls. But I think more importantly, it facilitates for a growing conversation on matters to do with menstrual health, hygiene, puberty education, 
demystifying it and making it an accessible point of conversation in schools, in communities at large, and especially in homes, which is probably where the conversation should start, in a safe environment. Nokeri is back. Miss Nokeri is back in South Africa. I'm just going to keep interplaying between Miss South Africa and Nokeri. Ma'am, you were there. Give us the perspective of what the conditions on the ground are like for a multitude of young mm. South African girls. And, and give us the slant, the female slant, the female mm. bias in your account. Something that Brafinius and I, who are in the studio producing the show, can't yeah. relate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can, I can just say to you from personal experience, stories I've heard, women who have told me their stories. Um, and it's more of a situation of um, losing that dignity and that comes from literally not being able to provide yourself with a need. You know, you need food on a daily basis. You need water on a daily basis. And at the very same time, you need um, sanitary products at that time of the month. And so just not being able that at that time, it prohibits you from going to school. You know, a lot of girls don't even have that kind of comfortable relationship with their parents um, to be able to speak about it and, you know, be educated about what is actually happening to their body. So many girls are confused and sometimes in certain communities, girls are actually put to shame when they go to their period um, too early. And I'm using inverted commas here because in some in some communities, it's still spoken down of. It's, it's still a taboo, but a period can't be a taboo if it's something that happens to you naturally. So it, it's really not having access to something that is a necessity in your life um, for your dignity, for your education, and really for your confidence. Um, because if you can't understand what is happening to your body, how can you feel in control of what you are doing as a woman, as what you are doing or going to school, you know, and where you fit in in society? Let's talk then about the stereotypes that mm. attend something as natural as anything else that is natural, yeah. the female menstrual cycle. Yeah. Perhaps the platform I enjoy and the platform that you occupy in the time that we have, because nothing about being Miss South Africa is permanent, as nothing about me being a radio disc jockey or host is permanent. How mm. perhaps could we use these platforms that you and I have mm. to share yeah. the sentiment of this conversation so that yeah. it redounds to communities without yeah. ostracizing communities in having this conversation, but bring, yeah. bringing communities on board and perhaps mm. using government resources in part as mm. well to yeah. create a more favorable environment so that we can mm. have more girls missing less days at school because the average is something like yeah. 40 days of school that yeah. they will miss. They're already yeah. not having too much contact time yeah, exactly. in school. And to be missing another 40 is just, well, it's criminal in many respects. It really is. It really is. And like you're saying, I think it's so important for us to use these platforms that we have to raise the awareness um, about issues such as these, but also to be the catalyst of starting these conversations in rooms or spaces where it never would be prioritized. You know, so given this platform, I think it's important to speak on the issues and get connected to the people who really are empowered to make the change. Because I can't say that I am necessarily the most experienced person to make the change that is needed within schools, 
but I do know that with what I do have, I can raise this conversation and let it catch the attention of someone who is in the position to make that change. And that is as much as we can do right now. But I believe that when it does reach the right people and we begin to see those changes, they, our voices will carry even so much more weight because we'll be doing such substantial work. Well, your advocacy campaign, Ed Unite, is a, probably a good starting point in relation to now in ensuring, mm. first of all, Ed Unite, its work, your legacy is entrenched because this, mm. this is incredibly important to you. It came through yeah. in, in your journey to being Miss South Africa, and this is now one month Thank in, you. continuing to be what you committed yourself to. Yeah. Share, please, some of the programs of EduNite and, mm. and, and what we should anticipate, and more importantly, how South Africans can help you in the work yeah. of EduNite. Mm. Um, so EduNite really is focusing on the holistic point of view um, of what a person experienced or what a young student experienced within school. So what are the things that affect them? So we are looking at programs that will, you know, enhance the infrastructure within schools, um, training programs, sports um, fields. We are looking at conversations surrounding career guidance. Where do you get financing um, going forward in your studies? And like we're speaking of today, ending period poverty, how that affects the girl-child in school. Um, so what I love about AG Night is that it really that we cannot say that education is just about what you're reading in a textbook. It's about everything that affects you um, holistically in a classroom and affects how efficient and effective you can be in your learning. So how the community can get involved is really helping us to reach the schools that are in need. Um, and to, they can reach out to us by emailing info at missoutafrica.co.za. Um, and also, I think what's important is for us to always stay engaged with the true issues. So for me, it's so important to be in communication with the people that are experiencing these challenges. So just getting that awareness, you know, when we can see that there's a school in South Africa, in Namibia and Mozambique that is facing this challenge there are many schools that face a similar challenge, then we can then tackle that challenge. So my plan really is to um, to partner up with corporates that have the very same vision that we can tackle these issues and um, level the playing field of education in South Africa and Africa as a whole. Well, you certainly have your work cut out in that regard, but talking about your predecessors and the fellow contestants, I mean, there clearly is an obvious social challenge that young people more and more are ensuring that they become parts of the solutions in some of the yeah. outlooks that they have. And and is it not encouraging, for instance, you would have been mm. in Limpopo today, how you would have been received. The fact mm. that it is happening, Ed Unite in partnership with Imbumba mm. Foundation and tackling yeah. what, although remains a taboo, but not mm. so taboo that it can't even have an, an a program of the kind that this exactly. one is. How important then is mm. this, what you did earlier today, in mm. driving the necessary momentum so that ultimately when mm. government is faced with a community or an interest group, Edunite mm. would be one of them, Imbumba could be another, in yeah. redirecting government's resources to address mm. the policy issues that need to be addressed so that the lived experience ultimately where this is directed of a young rural girl child 
isn't too different to what the constitution itself promises that very same girl Mm. And and that is the very goal. Hey, that is definitely the very goal, so that the experience of a young rural girl becomes the same as the experience of an affluent girl. Um, because simply we're changing the policies. Simply we are redistributing the resources that we have. Because I always say it's not that there's a lack of resources, but it's the distribution thereof that is unequal, and that makes the biggest difference. But as you're saying, it's truly encouraging and. In- to see young people um, really take taking up space and leading in the changes that they want to see. You know, I think for a very long time in society, we were looking up to government to start making changes. But sometimes you need the people that are connected to the problem to, to lead. And that's why I think it's so important because South Africa is actually a young, a young country. You know, majority of us are young. So if we're going to lead a young country, we need young people um, to speak up on the issues that they face, to speak up on on the imbalances of the past, you know, um, because we really do need to learn from the past so that the future that we create is much more different, much more better for men, for women, for, for, for young people, for older people, um, because we, we exist as a collective. We cannot have one part that is doing well and leaving another part behind. So I am truly inspired by seeing young people, you know, leading and ensuring that when we want to see change, we are the ones at the forefront of it all because it affects us. We're in conversation with Miss Ndavino Keri, reigning Miss South Africa champion. Earlier today, she was in Limbobo with the Caring for Girls program of Imbumba Foundation. And of course, she's running her own campaign as part of her legacy, Ed Unite, talking all things about creating and promoting menstrual health, hygiene and puberty education, providing menstrual hygiene products to vulnerable and indigent girls, leading government policy and advocacy, and making schools safe spaces where young girls, alongside young boys, and young boys in particular, can share the spaces without the misconceptions and myths abounding around something as natural as a young girl and a woman at large going on her period. Davi, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, and well done, rather, for the work that you did earlier today. And and may you continue doing the great work, and may your legacy be as bright and great as any other before you. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Absolutely enjoyed this conversation and just, you know, getting to share with a male as well about this conversation because I think many times we always have it as women, but it's so important to also have a conversation with a male. I guarantee you I'd have a couple of stiff ones before this conversation, but I'm glad I got over it. Next time it won't be so daunting. You did great. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. And I hope the production team heard that. Miss South Africa told me I did great. Well, best believe I did. 21.59, that is the end of the show, folks. Well, we have a date next week. And I have no doubt that Miss Nokeri is in conversation with the production team now. She will be back, certainly. And more importantly, as a hashtag Tuesday Takeover guest, it's a question of when we find the right date. It's 22 hours. It's time for news with my dear friend, my dear brother, Kimu Dupi Mahalimel.